0: Miss Faye here. Welcome back to Evolve with Miss Faye to another episode. I'm super excited to be having this episode with you uh, and to be sharing with you. This week, I spoke to one of the most beautiful persons um, that I met on Instagram. Actually, her name is Tasha and she works in finance. She's also a business owner and we got talking about money and just life in general. So it was a really good conversation. I hope that you guys will enjoy it. I just want to say to everyone who's new here, a big shout out and a big welcome. And if you're a recurring listener, just want to say thank you so much for your support. I really do hope that you enjoy this episode. Please do share it with anybody. Uh, Make sure to tag us, tag me at Miss Faye, or you can also leave a comment or rate this podcast. So much love. Enjoy the episode
1: hello tasha hello how you doing i'm good how are you i'm good thank you so much for having me
0: no thank you for thank you for coming like (laughs) it's an absolute honor to have you here um and i'm so blessed honestly when i saw you reach i was like oh god like you know like I didn't expect I was like oh my god I feel I feel undeserving but uh, I'm so grateful that um you responded to my post and I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with you and finding and learning from you
1: okay um Yeah. yeah I was saying I'm so ready to at least maybe share some of my experiences and hopefully um, help someone or maybe enlighten someone yes. so yeah I'm excited to learn and to share as well.
0: Yeah awesome so before we start I just want to say welcome everybody to the podcast and we are speaking with Tasha today. Um, I was just gonna ask you Tasha if there's um, what's one interesting thing about you and what do you currently do for
1: a living? Okay <laughs> so one interesting fact yeah about me is um i am a homeowner and i was a homeowner at 23 awesome oh my god congratulations (laughs) thank you
0: oh she's breaking up a
1: bit i think i've lost you there tasha can you hear me yeah i can hear you now okay good um i'll say yeah homeowner at 23 but i can't take all the credit because my husband you know was involved with that process but yeah that's an interesting fact and what i currently do for a living is i am a finance analyst for um a retail brand that everybody probably loves and knows yeah so, yeah yeah okay that's fair what's the retail brand girl you got me out here spilling secrets oh, okay no
0: no 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 no. Let, let's 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 not go there
1: no 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 it's okay
0: I, it's oh, max no, and spencer what? max and spencer yes oh yeah definitely the food the food oh, is max and spencer.
1: <laughs> it's the food for me like honestly the fashion not so much and yeah. that's that's kind of like what everybody says but yeah the food 100%. the first yeah
0: the fashion for my mom yeah for <laughs> exactly. my mom i get it <laughs> but they do they do do i they do like these amazing coats
1: and you know they last they, they last you for years they do yeah, yeah. i mean that quality is yeah one
0: yeah. of on one yeah and um and and i know you have a side business as well
1: yes so i have a side business called eco candles i sell candles and recently diffuses as well so that's like my part-time hustle yeah, or okay. a little hobby. Okay. And
0: how's that going for you, the business side of it?
1: So it's going well. I think, mm-hmm. um, is it the statistic that most businesses, you know, fail? 50% of businesses fail within the first year of starting up. Yeah. And, well, we passed the first year of starting up and we're still here. So at least, you know, we're on the other side of that statistic. Yeah, but yeah. it. As a small business, I think there are a lot of things that people don't necessarily share, but you learn along the way. Yeah. Um, so for example, TikTok and Instagram, we glamorize the whole I got a hundred orders today and we're showing like, you know, when we've got these massive orders. So naturally I thought that's how my kind of business would would be. I would mm-hmm. just be flooded with orders. But the reality is sometimes some weeks you might get one or two or three orders. Some weeks you might get none, um, and it's just that learning curve of mm-hmm. okay, what do you do in order to make that consistent? Is it the marketing? Is it yeah. the products? Like, so yeah, that's yeah. one thing. I'd say it's going well. Yeah, I'm learning, I'm growing, and yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, definitely, I, I'm with you on the, on that side of how hard how hard to, like doing business is because when mm-hmm. i when i started i was like okay i'm ready for this and yeah. i i tend to it's a weakness i tend to take on a lot um right. so i started doing cakes so and then i thought i'm going to do lip gloss stuff and right. at the time i was like you know what i really want to work on my perfume so i started right. doing that and then like uh i just did not have the time and <laughs> and, and, and and you find that it was in some way, it was now substandard. In 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 out, it was something was suffering. Something had to give because I was right. tired. And then at the time, trying to raise money to buy a house, so I was working mm-hmm. like six long days a week because I'm like, I gotta get that money in. Exactly. And then on weekends, I'm like. I have literally a day to do cakes and to do all this business. <laughs> and I have no assistant because technically oh, I cannot afford an assistant. Exactly. The business is <laughs> not making that much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and you come on Instagram and be like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You're superwoman. I'm like, but superwoman is tired. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah
0: no but that's that's really good though that you're you're doing I I I still need to order I will I will make an order definitely amazing
1: thank you they they look so aesthetically
0: pleasing if I can say yeah they're so aesthetically pleasing and just just from from watching because I didn't actually know that it was your business I just kept seeing reposts and I was like hold on a minute let me let me just go and snoop over there and I was like this is so good like the the marketing the 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 even like the whole photography and like how you're branding it it's so good um and, and you. you just you just need to keep doing that I think I think the next thing for you is just try and get a pitch for Sense or Max and Spencer oh,
1: just just so go much. like
0: because they, they you know it's I have similar stuff that I have in my house and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this looks, it, it's, it's at that same standard. So I definitely Amazing. think, you know, yeah. So no. Yeah. Thank you but, so much. Yeah. Welcome. So anyway, we were talking, so I, I tend to ramble about, you know, and, and this is why I quit YouTube because I okay. couldn't do that <laughs> <Yeah>. on YouTube. <laughs> I couldn't just talk on YouTube. It was stressful with the lighting and oh gosh, people yeah. like, yeah, you gained weight. Oh, I don't like God. how you look oh your makeup was the i have such you oh know what? okay let's just have the voice um, okay so, <laughs> so we're talking about your attitude and money um yes. and obviously particularly in business and right now i feel out of my depth because i'm like you're a financial analyst so oh. what, do, what do i ask a financial analyst i feel like <sighs> i should just stay here and listen but anyway as um as a person as tasha and Mm -hmm. also as a financial analyst what would you say is like your mantra when it comes to money what's the vibe when it comes to money
1: so surprisingly um so let me just go back to what you said about being a financial analyst Mm. that honestly that is just a title because when okay so being 24 I started work Mm -hmm. straight up straight out of college because I knew like I didn't want to go to uni um I I didn't want to continue studying I just wanted you know to be hands-on with something that would eventually help me with um starting my own business so Mm -hmm. I got a an apprenticeship in accounting with um uh I think top one of the top hello can you hear me
0: yeah, I can hear you now. It, can, okay. it, it just dropped a bit back in here.
1: Oh, okay, good, good. Um, So, yeah, I was just, just quick recap. So, I didn't go to uni, went straight into um, the corporate world at, I think it was 18. Mm-hmm. 18. So, at that age, you don't know much about money, seeing as it's not taught in schools. Yeah. It's not, you know, my parents were from an African background. So um what they knew is kind of paycheck to paycheck type of thing so yeah it wasn't necessarily like they were teaching me or my um, siblings about how to save how to you know money mm-hmm. they weren't teaching me anything to do with money so I get this corporate job at 19 at 18 yeah. I've got no clue how to save I've got no I've got no idea that what the government's gonna tax me yeah. and I what is that <laughs> a pension? What? Yeah. I'm just seeing money coming out taxes, and then I'm getting this at that time at eighteen, I think it was sixteen k yeah, and take home is about fourteen k so i was I was buzzing. I thought I'd won the lottery like one thousand two hundred something a month, wow, yeah. at, at eighteen that's a lot yeah that's yeah, so i I didn't know how to to budget to do any of that. I just knew mm. I was getting money mm. um and I wanted to buy this, I wanted to buy that. so so that was that and then that was me being in the audit role and then now as a finance analyst the job in itself it sounds like I should know more about money which I do now because of personal research and experiences Mm. and stuff but really what the job entails is looking after other people's (laughs) money like (laughs) do you know what I mean Mm. so other people would just it would be it's so crazy to see how much, you know, as, as a company, like people, the vendors are paid. Um, it's interesting really, but in terms of the job helping me with my own personal finance, it has not, it has, yeah, it has not. It's I think it's more to do with, um, going out and personally finding out for myself. Um, and that's how I kind of now know about, Finance and how to save and how to invest and yeah. you know um, stuff like that and I'm still I'm not hundred percent there yet but I am mm-hmm. definitely well more educated more educated than I was when I was eighteen and got yeah. my first corporate job
0: yeah so I think just just from that um, just just hearing what you said there like how much you were earning at mm-hmm. that young age yeah. um and and like how do you how do you reconcile the you now yeah. To the you back then, because I find myself, I was in that same position. Mm-hmm. And I think I had to just get over it. I'm like, yo, just get over it. It happened. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I did like a business thing and then I got like an apprentice, like a, like a, I don't know, it was like a training thing where I to work in the bank.
1: Right. And
0: I was getting maybe like, probably was like 900 pounds a month, but I didn't do anything. <laughs> so it was a lot of money. I just had yes. money. um and And I think now, like if I had if I had known what I know now Mm -hmm. I I would be so far and sometimes there's that thing of like I knew this too late like not too late but I could have I could have been somewhere better so how do you reconcile like almost like that forgiving yourself how do you how, how have you managed to do that because I think When a lot of people speak about forgiving yourself, it tends to be, you know, like boyfriends or emotional stuff. But financially, how do you forgive yourself for some of the financial mistakes that you did that probably cost you two or three years that you could have been ahead?
1: That is such a good question. Um, And I've never really thought about it like that because I'm more how I've thought about it is, no, you, you know, a, a more harsh way, not a really yeah. a loving way of saying, okay, you've got to forgive yourself. Yeah. But in that, I think what I've, how I've reconciled that is what do I want to teach my future children, my future daughter? Mm-hmm. um, And what advice would I give my daughter who's 18, who's just got a job and how, you know, what advice did I need? Yeah. So, from that I think uh, it's difficult I've never I've never really thought about that question but yeah I guess how I move now is it's happened do you know what yeah. I mean that that money's yeah. gone mm-hmm. and I know back back then when I was 18 <laughs> you can't tell me nothing <laughs> I was in the restaurants. I was I mean I don't regret any of it yeah, I possibly might regret that, you know, the savings weren't yeah. really padded like how they should have been padded. Mm-hmm. But I don't regret any of that because, you know, I was I was living my best life. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, and 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 you know what that that is a fair that is a fair um, explanation as well. Um, and I like how you say what would I teach my children mm-hmm. because that experience alone. Um, I always think when I was young, my mom would be like oh, I've been there, I know, I, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you know, like, you've been there, but it was a different time, this is different yes. time, moms, like, we're so different, um, and even now, but now when I look at it, I'm like, you know what, one day that's gonna be my child telling me, I've been there, I know what I'm doing, right. um, and my mom at the time, I'm like, you should save that money, but, but I think also at the same time, we did leave, you know. I was known mm. for taking people for Chinese buffet every Wednesday oh, because I, I I was loaded. It didn't care. <laughs> buffet, everyone, let's go. You don't have money to worry. I got you covered. Now I'm thinking, would I do that now? Maybe not. Not so much,
1: anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I like,
0: yeah. So what would like, um, what is probably what's your biggest financial thing that you've learned now? Like, what would you say? This is this is what I've learned financially. Uh, some people it's like learning to save how they how they save money. What's one thing that you can actually maybe give a practical example and say this is how I've managed to learn this or this is the book that I read.
1: Yes, so I so I'll start with um, the social media side of it. Mm-hmm. So I YouTube, for example, I follow this this she's um what is she She's a luxury influencer but she's also from a humble background Mm -hmm. so she started working in you probably know her she's called Hilo Lux but she started working in Target Mm -hmm. and she used to work ridiculous hours and from there she's managed to you know build herself up to be this you know she earned multi she reached multi-millions last year Um, and this is all she's turned this around in a four-year period so that's one person that I, I watch mm-hmm. on YouTube. I have other platforms such as The Financial Diet, mm-hmm. which is really good in terms of, you know, educating people on their finances, how to save, how to invest. Mm-hmm. And then personally, the book that really changed the game for me is um, this book that's called Think Rich to Get Rich, um, Secrets oh. of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. And this guy, he the way he writes and the way he impacts my life, I was just like, wow. And one takeaway from that book is actually we, we say, okay, our mannerisms, the way we act, the way we talk, our accents mm-hmm. is all from the places that we the place that we were raised, the family, you know, that raised us. Yes. That's how we get all of this, you know, our personality. Yes. And he also says that's true about money. So the way you saw your mom, you know, um, her relationship to money is probably how your relationship to money is. But you just mm-hmm. don't realise that. Yeah. And I think one example that he gave was um, as, a young, as a young boy, his dad was a, a contractor. So mm-hmm. it was very much seasonal income. And he noticed that when his dad had a lot of money, he was generous. And then when his dad, you know, was going through his down slope of not having any income in, he was very aggressive, very Mm -hmm. just unapproachable. Mm -hmm. And he noticed that as he got older, he felt that same anxiety that he felt as a child asking his dad for, you know, $10 during Mm -hmm. the period that he didn't have money. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the way it just opened my eyes, Mm-hmm. I just saw like okay, some of my mannerisms towards money is how I've seen my mom treat money. You know, living yeah. paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, and me thinking as a as a young child like, oh, that's normal. Um, and then from eighteen, then getting money and then starting to live paycheck to paycheck because I was living above my means. Yeah. Um, it kind of opened my eyes like, wow, m- this this is is all connected. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I and, and I love I love the the critical thinking of it because mm-hmm. because I'm, um, I'm one person that I like to look at the why. Like I will question things to say, but why do I behave this way? Where yes. did where did it where did it come from? You know, um in, in and I read this book by Oprah in this as um neurosurgeon guy and they were saying that instead of asking to instead of asking people to say what's wrong with you Mm. you should ask people to say what happened to you because something happened to you that makes you think the way you think um and a lot of us we don't we don't want to say that because i mean if i imagine if i go on instagram i'm like what happened to you it's (laughs) like i won't be popular because i'm like yeah uh, what if someone says I was raped or something? Yeah. But, you know, but when you start thinking about it, you're like, hold on a minute. That makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, financially, what happened to me is that, you know, you grew up in struggle. Yeah. And, and I, I come from a struggling, struggling family. Um, and, and you know, and it was like, you know, at some points, it, I mean, we never went to bed hungry. Yeah. But it was one of those things where it was difficult and I could see my grandmother struggling. Um, because my mom was here and she's trying to support, uh, you know, our, our lives back home yes. she's trying, and she does not, she didn't have a degree. So it's not a high earning job. And, and I used to think this woman doesn't send money. How can she send this little until yeah. I came here and actually saw what my mom was earning. And suddenly yeah. I just felt in humility and I thought, Oh my God, how did she make it work? Exactly. Um, and then you then come into you come into the working life as well and i i i think i don't know whether it's a thing but i feel like from when i started earning i suffered from what we call sudden sudden fake wealth syndrome
1: oh yeah oh like yeah.
0: <laughs> you come it, there was no transitioning into like i came from poverty straight into i can end yeah. And it's not rich because um it's you're not rich, but it's just that just never having anything to suddenly having something you can rely on, yeah. and having that security of saying every month you can have you can have money. And I think that really messed me about. And and until I sat down and said, Why why is it every time <laughs> I get paid, I feel like I'm Bill Gates? Where does this <laughs> come from? And then I suddenly thought. You know what? When I was younger, yeah, I used to see my rich cousins, and I would always think, "I wish that was me." Yeah. And I suddenly realized, like, you know what? I'm trying to please the little girl in me that wished the parents had a car. Ooh. That's and and when when I saw that, I was like, "Hold on!" But I can never, I can't go back there. Like, I have to start again. This is a yeah. new me now, and you you start having to break, you know, generational things. And I think it's appreciating that your parents did the very best that they could, but you don't have to be like them. Um, And, 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 and it's a, it's a, it's a lot of learning. And I think most of us don't take that time to learn because some of the things we discover about ourselves are so uncomfortable that you'd rather not know who you are. Like some, I feel like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like have you ever said it yourself and you looked at yourself after you just thought something really random and you just think (laughs) did I really think that like that my mind is capable of thinking that yeah um and it's scary so it's like yeah so I don't know how does your family background Hmm. you know do do you think that had an impact I mean either for the good or for the bad 100
1: 100 percent yeah think because I come from a family a split family so I was mm-hmm. raised by um the first half of my life I was raised in Zimbabwe by mm-hmm. my dad mm-hmm. and he was pretty much known in the community as this guy you know who had who had money he was mm-hmm. you know well off and everything and we had everything that we wanted mm-hmm. and during that time like Zim around I think it was like two, 20 2006 2008 mm-hmm. Zim was It wasn't struggling as it is today, but it was, you know, people couldn't, yeah, people couldn't afford things, but we Mm. had the things Mm. that people couldn't afford. So, um, something as simple as we'd walked into a store and we could literally pick out anything when I was with my dad, Mm. I thought that was the way of life. Yeah. And then I came to the UK and I saw my mum literally would not come home so um she had her grandma her mom yeah. come to the to England to look after the kids so I was raised by my grandma in England While my bed. mom yeah. yeah whilst my mom went to night shifts for yeah. six nights out of the seven Crazy. so you know and then still she made ends meet like you said we never went to bed hungry mm-hmm. but it was that difference that complete switch of being you know known in zim you know to have money to you know be be well off comfortable stable to come in here mm-hmm. and then you know simple five pounds ten pounds for the week for lunch was sort of a struggle yeah yeah um it was a complete shock so now i have two sides inside of me that are battling one that's like no you need to save money because you know like life is hard and then yeah and then the other side of me that you know Grew up with my dad that's like listen you're a princess you can get whatever you want you can do whatever you want <laughs> so so now so now I've got these two fighting against me and thankfully back then when I was you know 18 I didn't I didn't know how to handle those two mm-hmm. sides of me and I mainly gravitate towards my dad's you know yeah. um, way of being which was you know I can get whatever I want whenever I want Mm-hmm. But now I've it's sort of leveled as I've educated myself more as I've experienced more, mm-hmm. um, just to I'm more balanced. Yeah, I can, say, comf- I can say here comfortably like, okay, savings. I could have been way further ahead than yes. I am now, but at least you know they're there. Investments, they're there. You know, mm-hmm. um. So, so yeah, I think that's how. living with both sides my mom and my dad have shaped my outlook on um, money
0: yeah and 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 I I love I love that actually because it's like you come from on one side you have so much plenty Mm -hmm. and then on the other side and it's it's crazy because like it, it must be it must be a very a very difficult phase and you know how they say from from a younger age that tends to stick with you. Yes. More than the 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 other one. It's like, you know, you always revert to what you 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 know, they say principles are, you know, instilled in a child when they're younger, That's when they're it. older is difficult. So it's, it must be a really difficult um a difficult balance. But I guess like you say, it's all about balance because That's either it. way to the other extreme is not good, but to also their other extreme is not good. Yeah. Um you just have to find that balance. So, in terms of investments, because this mm-hmm. is something that I've I've just recently started to do, mm-hmm. um, and and I need to get out of this point of going into free trade and opening it every 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 hour because <laughs> it's driving me insane. Because yeah. I'm like, we were okay yesterday. What happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, and then I got on Twitter. I'm like, hashtag Netflix. <laughs> what's going on so how did did you how did you um go into investing and you know obviously if it's personal you can say but do you like um do you what what have you invested in and has it grown um because i think one of the things when i when i put on my instagram about investing is that a lot of Mm -hmm. people want to know how to do it but when you ask i ask someone (laughs) Um, I won't mention who and I, yeah. they, they were talking about investing he's always posting his portfolios and things right, so I'm right. like oh cool cool you know I would really be interested to do this and um and they just said oh yeah if you want to invest just go download this app okay <laughs> that's the help okay then after what? I download then what like <laughs> do you know what I mean like I don't know like uh, yeah so what would you say like like you like a basic starter kit? Cause I now now I've learned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like how did you how did you get into it and what are some of the things that you've invested in and how have that um has that been fruitful, you know, f- over the years?
1: So um when I'm speaking about investments, like this is within the past two years. Yeah. Yeah. So within the past two years, so before that, like, I had no idea. I probably, I opened up a, I think when Coinbase was still popular or popping back in high school days, I opened it up, put a couple of pounds in there. And I think that was like uh, 2012. Yeah. I put, everyone was, you know, talking about these um Bitcoin yes it was bitcoin so we put money into bitcoin it was me and my friends put money into bitcoin litcoin ethereum nothing came of it but and i forgot about my account and i think i'd left 50 pounds in there and when i looked this was like last year when i looked it was almost 500 pounds so i guess you know it's been it's been doing its thing for the past you know couple of years yeah um so i've not touched that probably won't touch that um but other things other practical things I don't have investments in in big name companies like that or anything Mm. like crazy like you know thousands and thousands in terms of you know a portfolio but the little that I can do yeah um I put into it's an app called money box and it's so good in terms of it's the most it simplifies investing so much that yes it's just it's easy so yeah. with with money um like with other platforms they um diversify your investments so depending on the level of risk that you want to take and um, mm-hmm. they can put it into stocks but that's more unstable they can put it into you know the small companies like netflix iphone yeah um And you just select the level of risk that you want. And then they do everything. Yeah. And then they do everything for you. Put it in bonds. Put it into... I just opened a personal pension fund with them. And what's good about that is for every amount that you put in, the government also puts in 25%. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. I think everybody should have a personal pension. Yeah. Um, As well as, obviously, the work one and stuff. But it's good Mm. to see... How your money's maturing yeah. over time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, and also, yeah, I doubled into um, it's a platform called Binance and investing on there. Yeah. End, and that's just a whole nother world. Yeah. Right there. Um, NFTs right now mm-hmm. is what's popping. That's the new thing that people are investing in. Um, and I think with enough research you can find really good good ones yeah good ones to invest in yeah okay
0: no I think I think it's definitely like like I think from from what I pick out is it's a lot of you have to do the research for yourself and find what's what's working for others may not necessarily work for you um, but yeah, yes. but no that's it's it's good for me I, I like to give people the idea because some people you're asking like you can't tell someone to download an app <laughs> what happens after that? There's like, I log into this app and there's like they like search for whatever shares you want, and I'm thinking what how do i how do I know what shares to buy? And then I was like, okay, everybody talks about Tesla, let's buy some Tesla yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like yeah. And I was like, okay, let me search for Tesla and Amazon. And I'm like one share of Amazon. It's like two thousand. Exactly. Do I have oh two thousand for one share? Just oh goodness <laughs> Just like, me! I'm like it would be nice, but like, come on, guys. I don't. <laughs> the, the, you you can't even start with that money in anyway, here. because I'm thinking if I lose it, then what? Yeah. Oh
1: my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's no. So that's good. Um, I was gonna ask since you um. You know, like obviously you're from Zimbabwe. How do you find knowing how our economy is at the moment? How have you found that? How have you managed to balance your wants versus the needs of maybe your extended family in Zim?
1: Oh my gosh, that's that's a good question because (laughs) what do they call it? They call it what? Family tax? Yeah, yeah, black tax. (laughs) Yeah yeah tax yeah it is a real thing and I've seen my mom do it and she's always said to me I'm doing this so that you don't have to I'm making sure that you know I'm sending money back home to your cousins so that you don't have to and the thing with that is like I said earlier I'm from a split family so that's my mom's side and then I have my dad's side and on my dad's side I have uh, my stepmom and mm-hmm. then my cousins from my dad's side and then my stepmom's cousins and my stepmom's um, side. So my cousins mm-hmm. from that side. And recently one of the cousins from you know back home has been like, Listen, I'm really struggling here. Can you send me something? Yeah. Send me anything. Um, send me any like and I feel so bad because I'm 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 conflicted because if yes. I start sending money home back yeah it's going to be an expectation yeah and i think already it is kind of an expectation that oh you're in the uk yeah you're probably living a very luxurious life Mm. um you know it's a must that you should yeah just send money back home whatever you have and that was one cousin and then another one popped up the other day so now that's two people saying okay help help. me yeah not only with money but help me to come to (laughs) the UK (laughs) (laughs) and I'm I'm like guys yeah it's it's funny but it's a it's true like it's it's funny but it's not funny because people are struggling back home yeah such a it's a complicated topic because people will have different opinions of yeah what you should do but for me personally because I could not that it's a not that it's a trap or anything, mm-hmm. but it's more so a cycle. And once you start up that cycle, it's it's hard to to all of a sudden one day just say, Oh sorry, I can't I'm not giving anymore. So yeah. it's like something that has yeah. to be continued. So I it's yeah it's complicated. Um but in terms of sending yeah. money back in- home, I've only sent money back home mm-hmm. once. <laughs> yeah, and not again. But ever since that one time, that's where all these cousins have, you know, popped up yeah. from. <sighs> yeah. and I think
0: and I think it's it, like you said it's personal. Um mm-hmm. I think cuz I grew up with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of taken it upon as I have to send money because she doesn't work. Yeah. Um in because I I came from there, I have to take care of her and yeah. I have no complaints whatsoever. But you still get extended family, um, and 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 probably one of the downside of Instagram um, mm. is the lack of privacy. Oh yeah. So you go out for a meal. They're like, oh, so you can even eat nice places. My goodness. And you think, hey, like you're I can't living your, your life now because, because then they'll know. Um, and it's is is that um. Like I always say it's difficult for me to find that balance between their needs and my wants because I think my wants are justified. And it's okay because I work for it. But is it also for you know when you know when you're made to feel guilty because of your wants? Like, oh so so you can go to Dubai, but you can't come home. Oh my goodness.
1: Ah, Ah, Yes, I can. (laughs) I've heard that one so many times because I've not been home for four years. And yeah, literally, the only person that follows me on Instagram is um my little sister, and I blocked my dad on purpose because <laughs> <laughs> he moved to America. Yeah, um, and I think he got a bit tech savvy, so he found yeah. me on Instagram. He followed me, but I blocked him, and <laughs> and yeah, he was really on my case about traveling to Dubai because he was like, ah.
0: Ella, I've lost you there, Tasha. Sorry, I think, <laughs> I don't know, the network just dropped. I don't know where there's this house. Oh, so Sometimes funny. I feel like my house just drops signal anywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah. No. Yeah, I don't uh, know where you were because I, I just, I think you just cut off and I didn't hear you. But you okay. were talking about your dad, uh, oh, yes. you blocking off your dad.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I blocked him on Instagram and yeah. um, I think I must have sent him a couple of pictures yeah um, from me being in Dubai and he was like yeah. mm, back in the day you know I used to travel for work or whatever but it was always local to Zimbabwe and um, what you're doing is excessive and I was like I was like that that's when I knew I had to block it because I was like no yeah. no no this is too much I can't live my best life yeah it's excessive no it's just no, it's not for me yeah. i i i don't think i don't
0: think parents should be on your on your social media uh, <laughs> 100% because, because otherwise you 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 get lectures that you just think mom it it wasn't that deep i just reshared it do you know um, what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's just like I don't even know who that person is. Um, so yeah, but luckily my mom is a, is a Facebook person,
1: mm. and
0: I I don't I I only had Facebook because I want I want the Facebook market, and um, yes. she was like, oh, so you're not gonna have me on Facebook? <laughs> so she's literally my only friend on there. Oh my goodness! But then, <laughs> when I used that Facebook back in the day, I would find all my friends were friends with my mom. Oh my goodness! I'm like, what do you talk about? No, okay. Like, well, I just edit them. I just they just came up and they add me, so I accept them. Oh, so before that, uh, so after that, I d- deleted that one. I said, okay, you can only you can be my only friend. Uh, nothing else happens there. But yeah, right, yeah, no. But it's it's interesting, especially with with uh, with family. Um, I was gonna ask you, um, because I know you're a luxury babe. <laughs> so, well, how do you balance that. the the What's the does the price tag matter to you?
1: One hundred percent. Because <laughs> if the bank account is saying no, mm-hmm. then you know we we can't buy that. Yeah. And I think one thing as well that I feel like we need to talk about is credit cards. Yeah. Because from a young age, my mom instilled in me that's one thing actually I can give her that she instilled in me. Yeah. Because is that do not get a credit card. Do not mm-hmm. get a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um. And I know people have mixed. Some of my friends that I started work with, they went and got credit cards because yeah. their thought process was, okay, I need a credit card so I can, um, so I can buy a house. I need yeah. to, you know, show my credit record and da-da-da. Mm. But from experience, that is not a necessity. A credit card is not a necessity. Yeah. And I feel like what then happens is you feel like it's free money. Yeah. So you spend on things that you can't really afford. Yeah. And for me, when it comes to you know the luxurious items, lucky enough, um, I was I wasn't a luxury babe until I met my husband. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so because so, <laughs>
0: so, 'cause
1: that can be a point of
0: contention if you are a luxury babe and the babe does not think that is necessary. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, I can imagine the yeah. arguments. But I think his his type of luxury is just a way of lifestyle. He likes, yeah. you know, the exclusivity that some of the, the items that he buys gives yeah. him mm-hmm. instead of, you know, just getting a shirt from Zara, which every guy can have. Yeah. So, and then in that case, he wants me to look nice. and then I get, you know, he um, just spoils me with the luxury stuff. Yeah. And that's how I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, And again, if... I save up monthly, or let's say something costs three hundred pounds, and I can afford mm-hmm. it in one paycheck, and that's not cutting into my savings or investments. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do that. I'll buy that that item. Yeah. But if I know, like, okay, I want this thing. This thing is two thousand pounds. I can save X amount until I reach it. Then I'll I'll plan it out like that. Yeah, because for me, it's it's not a necessity. I cannot have. I cannot be carrying debt. Yeah, you know, in my in my bank account, but then my purse is looking like I can afford, you know, exactly. this life. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, yeah,
1: that's just a recipe for disaster, yeah. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and I think I think I think for me, it's it's how I've got to where I've got, um, is is just by working on my self worth, um, yeah. and not not attaching my self worth to any. Any, any anything that I can buy because I, I like I just I just like to tell myself that no you cannot be bought like even the most expensive of bags or shoes could not afford you mm. Um, and, and once I see that I'm like you know what if I have it if I have anything else luxurious it's just because I like it yeah it does not define who I am Um, but you see a lot of people now particularly um you know if you don't have um what do you call it if you don't have a backbone yeah you follow people and you know you know from like your social media um there are some things that that pop more than others yes you know yeah and and you can post things and you know you know if you do content creation you know if i post this picture it's not gonna do well but if i do this like this post just a bit of like to the side this one, <laughs> you just know there are some poses that don't make it we we, we cannot be like no i love myself you love yourself but instagram this instagram live <laughs> <Okay>. that's it <laughs> yeah and i think sometimes when people see that they aspire for that to happen mm. um and what i have a problem with i don't i have no problem with people um doing whatever they want to do with their money. But what mm. I have a problem with, with is people taking the 10%, if not less, of someone's life and wanting to make that their hundred percent.
1: Wow, that's good. Because you that's know, like really good. what I post,
0: like I'm I'm such a lazy person. I'm yeah. always at home. If I'm not at work, I'm at home. And yeah. it takes me effort to put makeup and take a picture. Yeah. And you get people like, oh, you're always so glamorous. I'm like, I'm not always, glamorous. Yeah, you see yeah, the yeah, picture. Yeah. That's, I'm not going to post myself with my Afro hair looking all rubbish. There's <laughs> exactly. no way. But I'm not like that. That's like me. That's probably 2% of of my time. You ever find me looking like that. Yeah. But then for someone else to think that they can do that every day when I can't do it. Mm. So you see me with a designer bag this week and maybe a month later. And you think you want that every day, and you have no job, oh and my you goodness. aspire to be like. <laughs> you can already see, and then, and then that's why you see them now. It's like a buzz. You're always, you know, you search to buy a fake just Ooh. so you can. And I'm like, but we both know, we both. Know. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah. So I think, I think that's that's the thing that a lot of people don't get. Um. It's like even relationships, you know, I used to post my relationship stuff, but now I don't. Because you people <laughs> like, you're so happy together. Oh, I'm like, I took this picture and I was mad with this nigga. I did not <laughs> exactly. want to it. <laughs> Like, it was exactly. just a picture, like, let's just smile for a second. Anybody can do that. But people look at that like, oh, you guys are goals.
1: Oh my goodness. that That word. You know what? On that topic about goals, I my heart was shattered I used to be this happy-go-lucky I still am but I'm a bit more reserved because Mm. I've lived life now yeah (laughs) but back then when I used to see you know the couples on insta on youtube I used to be like wow if my guy doesn't look at me like this then it means he doesn't love me if he doesn't you know you know you know youtube relationships right yeah where it's all lovey-dovey all affectionate all of this all of that And I was like, yeah, if my guy doesn't do that to me, then he doesn't love me. And I was mm. I was hit with a mad reality check when all these couples were just dropping like flies, mm. left, right and centre, like, oh, we broke up. Mm-hmm. We broke up, we broke up. And I was like, is this ghost thing even real? Because I'm it's... aspiring for this, but you guys are breaking up. Like, what's going on? It's just, it's, it, and and I just, that's
0: what I think. It's just like, you cannot take what somebody's posting and make mm. that your goal because yeah. that's like it's you know it's edited first of all yes. we not post raw images yep. <laughs> you know <laughs> we edit we make sure it's lovely because I mean obviously when you post something it's a representation of you so mm-hmm. it has to be as close to you know how you would want to be perceived yeah. but you know when people take that and then they say that's their goal and I'm thinking I, I'm the person that you're referring to me as goes, I'm not even that person. right? Because, and, and that's where the mismatch happens. Um, and that's where you find a lot of stress. And, and I think that's where you get a lot of pressures of girls willing to do pretty much anything. Yeah. Because when you think about it, when you dip it, and you think you're willing to go to Dubai and be with these men that right. will pull on you. For <laughs> money, like
1: like you know what I mean? Uh, I don't want to use the it's M- crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Things happen, you, honestly. You just think like who in the, like in your right mind,
0: mm-hmm. you aha, like, but yeah, I'm not the <laughs> judge, okay? It's like at the end of the day, it's our choices, isn't it? Yeah. We do we, we do have our choices um that we do make um either way. But yeah, no, congratulations.
1: You said husband, So congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So we did our um the traditional Zim thing. Yeah. Uh, the Aurora last year. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. And Thank was it
0: was it good saving, saving money because weddings are now <laughs> the cost. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was actually, it was in my mom's living room. Oh, okay. And it was literally just immediate family yeah um mom dad and then his immediate family that live here in the uk and yeah. then two friends i oh. didn't even have all of my friends there we yeah two friends yeah and it was i think it was it was just perfect because yeah the only money that we spent was on food yeah yeah and corona made it difficult anyway yeah yeah but the intimacy that was there was just lovely and because i'm from zim and some be- my family members some of them are still in zim he's he's nigerian mm-hmm. some is some of his family members are still in nigeria australia america yeah. everywhere so we had those yeah. members on zoom oh awesome yeah so it was it was yeah. just lovely and intimate
0: yeah no no that's 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 amazing but no anyway i'm gonna ask you one last question you know i can talk right like <laughs> yes. i can talk. I, love it. I can talk um what would you say is the first of all if you don't you can say mm-hmm. um in terms of being successful um what would you say the role of motivational speakers in success are you like your motivator because I've heard people that will say oh I can do this I can do this mm. and then they'll chant or oh, affirmations <laughs> and then those affirmations are not backed up by any hard work yeah it's just, you know I'm I, I am wealth I attract money oh, but Lord. you spend your day sleeping oh so, <laughs> so it's like uh, yeah, I'm not going to you know downplay your affirmations but yeah, you know yeah. they they just they, they are what they are. You just affirming you're affirming nothing. Right. So what would you say like are you an affirmations kind of kind of person and do you you know what 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 probably is two of your favorite affirmations that you that you tell yourself?
1: Okay. So um I'll start with the last question which is what is, the two Affirmations yes. that I tell myself. Um the first one is actually a fact, which is I am fearfully and wonderfully made and I'm a child of the most high God. Amen. And, amen. Amen. And uh one of my favorite motivational speakers, Lisa Nichols, mm-hmm. um, she said back in the day when she was struggling, she used to write all these affirmations, stick them on the wall, mm-hmm. um, and she used to, you know, bump into them and read them all the time and another one of my favorite motivational speakers said if you actually say it it looking in into a mirror it's 10 times more effective Mm -hmm. so as well as sticking these affirmations well sticking this particular affirmation um in places where I can see it I also say it in the mirror Mm -hmm. so and really and truly it's it's a very it's a weird feeling like it's as if someone is talking to you yes like you, sh- you should try it when you look in the mirror and you say your affirmation i get goosebumps sometimes because i'm like oh damn i, I actually am <laughs> do you know what i mean like you need to yeah. stand up a little bit straighter because yeah. you actually are yeah um and then the second one is um i will be the first millionaire in my family amen that, amen. that is on my vision board yes. that is on my screensaver um and to get into what you were talking about about you can say all these affirmations and then you know lay lay in Mm -hmm. bed all day the way I back that up is diversifying income so Mm -hmm. um not only with the candle business the candle business is it's doing well but it's not Mm -hmm. six figures yeah so finding other things as well as my job Mm -hmm. maybe um so what I'm doing right now I am working on a um accounting qualification so that when i get that i can maybe progress to a more uh, senior role or a different company or something yeah um and then as well as that i'm working on maybe uh investing you know other things yeah 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 because your job is so i think 2020 told us all of this yeah your job you can't have one stream of income because one stream of income it's too close to having no stream of income
0: amen so i love that one stream of income is too close to having yeah
1: i might tweet that tonight (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah it's very true because honestly and people witnessed that during the the pandemic where they had one stream of income next thing you know they had none nothing yeah so um yeah working on that dabbling into different things like amazon fba if mm-hmm. you've um, ever heard of that I've um, heard of,
0: the, is that the like
1: affiliation thing? Or no, not? no. so it's um, Or
0: is that the one where you sell products, you choose the products to sell I'm not sure.
1: That's it, yeah Oh, that's yeah. It. oh okay, yeah. yeah So dabbling into that, yeah. but again all these things require an initial investment and if you yes. don't have savings then, you know, it's difficult So yeah. in all of that in order to make it to the top just yeah. doing the things that are necessary so going to my work yeah <laughs> saving investing um and being resilient really because yeah. it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard it's easy to say to myself uh, oh yeah I'm gonna be the first millionaire in my family but then the action behind it is what's hard yeah so yeah yeah that is that's my life mission right there
0: no, thank you. I I, I, I very much uh, share um, a lot of sentiments with you, um, yeah. and and I think I think for me my affirmations tend mm-hmm. to be very much Bible based because yeah. like that's true, and I think the first the first part of deuteronomy 28 that says oh i'm the head not the tail mm. i will own the land i will never borrow like Amen. i love repeating things like that and then i'm like god okay i've said it out now so you gotta <laughs> <laughs> make come it true because exactly you're not a liar so <laughs> exactly it has to come that's true. right um but yeah no Thank you so much for uh, for sharing a lot of this. I feel like this podcast is for me, really, because I was sometimes sit down oh. like, let me listen to this. I'm like, okay, investing. She said this. Let me go. <laughs> and 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 what I get from you, you are hardworking and you are doing everything you can. It's almost like you're using your ten fingers, really, because I could not count <laughs> how many things you've got going on just oh, to gosh. bring that much. Um income in and I think that's that's how we make it to the top. Um you know people that say I'm gonna be a millionaire and at a job um it just never works and I'm no. with you um all the best with the accounting thing. I was reading a, an article recently and they're saying yeah. you do increase your salary four or five K when you move jobs. Exactly. So it's you know sometimes yeah. moving is also good in terms of increasing your earnings and also um, enlarging your territory if i can say yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
0: but no okay. thank you um everybody go and order rekando um <laughs> eka candles some Reed diffuses. i'm doing my launch actually in uh, on february so i'm gonna order some oh, for, for the for the giveaway so definitely i will amazing. be amazing i will be online uh at some point you No, know, next week i i like to do um stuff um my personal stuff is when I'm like at work, so oh, I can, gosh, I can yeah. get paid for it
1: of course like talk yeah. about multitasking yeah. especially this working from home thing oh, yeah wow I, I mean know. they realised my company started yeah. to realise like mm, so like they said we're paying her to work <laughs> for herself yes because yeah. really and truly really, like all my lunch breaks I'll really be driving down to the post office the postcard <laughs> the post orders. yeah like yeah I'm I'm working just leave, yeah. the, leave the laptop on oh my story of my life I mean yeah no thank you so much tasha
0: i hope one day we will meet in person yes um, uh, but yeah it's been such a pleasure and an honor and i just pray that god blesses everything your hand touches he blesses Mm -hmm. your marriage and that all Mm -hmm. your businesses may continue to you know to go into beyond what you've ever imagined
1: amen thank you so much thank you for having me and i am looking forward to a everything that you've got coming the future episodes yes I'm, look- I'm looking forward to listening Ooh, I just, we'll, you know. we'll
0: have you back we'll have you back definitely amazing Isn't? I'd love that <laughs> yeah no worries babe take care and
1: thank nice you day. Bye. bye, bye. bye.